Hello, and welcome back to An Encouraged Heart. Thank you again for joining me for Bible study. Um, let's begin by opening with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you've given us. We um, count it a privilege to be able to open up your word and to study and to learn more about you. Help us, Lord, to truly hide your word in our hearts. Help us to apply your word. Help us to... Um, just continually to pursue you and to draw closer to you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We give you honor and praise today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, um, again, we are studying living victoriously in difficult times. We're in week six. Today, we're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. So if you have your workbook, I will begin on page 81. Otherwise, please open your Bibles. Okay, in the observation section on page 81, it says, Now let's turn to some New Testament verses written by the Apostle Paul that shows us how to keep our minds focused on God in the midst of difficult situations. What we do with our thoughts can greatly impact how we handle the trials in our lives. Okay, again, I'm going to read these verses, and I'd like you to circle each reference to Paul, and that would include plural pronouns, we and us, and those pronouns also refer to Paul and Timothy. Also, I'd like you to look for contrasts between two things, so draw a slash between phrases, which Paul shows a contrast um, between two things, and it's helpful to look for words like but and yet. Okay? Verse 16 reads, Therefore, we do not lose heart, so you can circle we, but though our outer man, circle our, is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day, and circle our as well. And if you look at verse 16, clearly we have a contrast here between our outer man is decaying, put a slash there, and it's con contrasted to yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. So a slash between the word decaying and yet. Moving on to verse 17, for mom momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. Here you can circle the pronoun us. And also here, um, there is a contrast between momentary light affliction and an internal weight of glory. So I would put a slash after the word affliction. Also, moving on to verse 18, it says, While we look not at the things which are seen, so we can circle we, but at the things which are not seen. So clearly we have a contrast there between while we look not at the things that are seen, we can put a slash there, and that follows, but at the things which are not seen. Let's continue. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So clearly you can put a slash between the word temporal and but. Okay. Um, let me reread the verses without interruption. Again, verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart, 
but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Verse 17, for a momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. Verse 18, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Okay, and we have two questions that pertain to these verses. The first, what did Paul do that enabled him to, to not lose heart as he endured suffering? Paul was confident that he, like every believer, would experience a greater reward that would far outweigh the suffering on earth. He knew that he would be in glory in heaven with the Lord for eternity. His eyes were not fixed on temporal things on earth or his circumstances, but his focus was on what was eternal. Okay, um, question number two, what did you learn from marking the contrast? How can this guide your attitude and actions when dealing with trials? So once again, verse 16, the contrasts were our outer man is decaying, that was contrasted to, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Verse 17, um, the momentary light affliction was contrasted to an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Verse 18, there were two contrasts there. The first, while we look not at the things that are seen, that was contrasted to, but the things that are not seen. And the final contrast for the things that are seen are temporal, contrasted to, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Again, Paul was confident, as we can be as Christ followers, that all the hardships that we experience are light and temporary compared to our eternal life with Christ. Um, looking back at verse 17 um, in another translation in the contemporary English translation, um, it's written this way. These little troubles are getting us ready for an eternal glory that will make all our troubles seem like nothing. Now we're going to turn our attention to several more scriptures. The first is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2 and Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. I'd like for you to, as I read through the verses, to underline each instruction or what the believer is already doing. Okay, so starting with 2 Corinthians 10.5. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, so that should be underlined, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, that also should be underlined. Going on now to Colossians 3, 1 and 2, therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above, so that should be underlined, keep seeking the things above, and it goes on to say where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Verse 2, 
set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. So that should be underlined as well. And that final verse, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So that entire verse, um, starting with whatever is true, should be underlined. Okay? So one more reading of the scriptures, beginning with 2 Corinthians 10.5. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Going on now to Colossians 3. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. And then in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Okay. Um, there are, as always, several questions to respond to. Um, the first is, what do all these verses have in common? The verses tell us that what we think and how we think as believers, um, it really does matter. And that our thoughts, of course, should be honoring to the Lord. We are to be intentional with the help of the Holy Spirit to keep our thoughts and our hearts on the things that are pleasing to Him. Okay. Um, the next question, according to these verses, what is the believer instructed to do? Um, as one Bible teacher puts it when I was looking at some commentary um, pertaining to 2 Corinthians 10.5, um, he says, lay yourself open to the risen Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, as the, as the Apostle Paul wrote, so that everything can be dismantled. Then your brain, your mind, and your thoughts can be taken captive and everything can be brought into conformity to Christ. Looking at um, Colossians, um, here we are instructed to focus on spiritual things now that we have a new life in Christ. Again, things that are honoring to the Lord. Philippians 4.8, again here Paul commands believers to be intentional about what and how we are to think. Um, he uses the, the word dwell, which is significant. Um, he says, we are to dwell on these things that are true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and of good re repute. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. How would living by these truths enable you to live victoriously in the midst of trials and challenges in your daily life? If we are to follow these instructions, and as Paul puts it in 
Philippians 4, 8 to dwell on whatever is God-honoring, then I believe that our tendency to perhaps have thoughts of doubt and fear when difficult situations come about would diminish exponentially. So often when we are in a crisis, I think many of us at times, including myself, will go to the worst case scenario. Here we are called to make a choice about what and how we think. Well, I certainly hope that today's lesson has been a blessing to you. Again, thank you again for joining me for Bible study, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you very much. God bless.